podcast where three people get together and talk for a while, and at the end, Germany wins. <laughs> Welcome to A More Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm C. And I'm E. And here we are after, I don't know, match day 34 or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Union had two games last week, but first off, to help us help the U challenge uh we're checking in we broke 700 downloads thank you everyone we're up to 727 we're getting there 29 more than uh where we were last week so we are just under 300 so it's at 273 we have to do rough rough calculation if you're actually going to hit this by the end of the season we're going to need on average 39 downloads a week so uh, we might we might have to extend this into the postseason. We'll see, <laughs> or we just do it all next week. Uh, it could happen. It could happen. But either way, we're 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 creeping up, and at least we're get we're we're maintaining a good number of of regular downloads. So thank you to everybody for checking us out. And any new listeners this week? Uh just uh, a willkommen to two more listeners in Germany. So excellent. Uh, our our, our our international brand has continued to expand. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Podcast where three people get together and talk for a while. And at the end, Germany wins. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, we just got one more download. Okay. (laughs) So starting off the, uh, the match day recaps, the union went up to Toronto where Toronto was in last place going into the game and we all thought it was going to be a fairly easy ter- uh, performance for the union to get a win and yeah. that's not what happened i would have lost money not game. not only la- last place although definitely that but also had lost their last um uh, what 13 was it? matches uh, what was they it? had lost or they hadn't won they uh, haven't- hadn't won excuse me Cla- yeah. thank you for the clarification but yeah in 14 Same. matches they have yeah. not won a game in 14 matches and we well, helped them out. I'm glad that we made them happy. We helped them out. Yeah. We, <laughs> you know, I think that's maybe that's a stat we need to start tracking. You know, thoughtfulness, thinking of others. You know, the union went up north and like, you know what? Toronto needs this win more than we do. And, you know, we're going to help them out. And- Stereotypically, the Canadians <laughs> should be the ones helping us out. <laughs> but not this time. Yeah. 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 Um, that was a tough game to watch. Uh, it just seemed like the union had no idea what they were doing on the field. Um, they, they couldn't string passes together. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, it's one that I'm it, that's both easy to forget and one I want to forget. So, anyway. I mean, I guess one good thing about it is the union, you know, really never gave us too much. It's not like we were ever leading this game to uh get you know get super excited and expect us to actually yeah. go to the to the victory yeah. so we did end up just you know we never threw out the score the final score was three to one toronto um you know they scored early the union tied it up before halftime and then gave up two goals in the second half yeah that first goal too it was so atypical uh i mean basically it kind of started with Glesnes because he did just 
the most unglazness thing you could do and just just so anemically just kind of flubbed the ball instead of clearing it he just kind of very weakly just taught kicked the pass almost a pass back to toronto and uh they just quickly turned it around and got that goal um which was just very bizarre it it was a very unglazness thing was there was a a very ununion performance from the whole team Um, yeah you know blake blake did his normal good job and 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 you know there were moments here and there from from the players but it it just felt like they had just kind of phoned this one in uh and from what i remember of it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know it was good that Carranza got the goal to tie it up at halftime but yeah like they just never really felt like they 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 were fully engaged and ready to really play this one i'm not entirely sure why um you know they had a good lineup out there. It's, it's yeah. normal starting defense. Some little modifications in midfield, mm-hmm. uh, but they ran out. They ran out to four four two in this one. I yeah, think. they they had the the diamond to the triangle of death configuration. And then they had, did have Aura up top with Karata, yeah. with yeah. backed up by Gajdog. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. they 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 had the full full complement. Um, and even the the union goal, it was like right before the half, and it was a very to me it was a very union goal because Ura kind of muscles his way through two defenders and just does that nice little chip shot into the goal box, and it was Carranza, right? Mm. He did like this nice little, you know, basically got his head to the ball and uh, heads yeah. it in. I was like, all right, you know, that that, that felt like a, a very Philly play, um, and then it just. Maybe maybe because it happened right at the half, they just killed the momentum. They should have done it like right at the start of the second half. Maybe it would have been a different game. I don't know. Goals so at the very start and end of of either half are often, you know, have a little. I don't know. They they, they seem to have a little extra um, sauce on them in the sense of like mm. you know you you're just starting, you're just finishing up. You know, there's there's a, a little asterisk on them not not to say they're less than in any way but they're a little bit different i mean yeah. and we always hear psychologically right if we can yeah. if we can level the score by halftime you know we'll be coming into the second half on right. equal footing and all that but it just felt like it felt like somebody yeah. swapped out their tim hortons for decaf and <laughs> <laughs> wow that is two very strong uh <laughs> <laughs> submissions by Paul for the opening uh the opening hook. Yeah. I, I gotta give C some challenge. No, uh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> hey, Paul, what's that behind you? Do you got a room full of writers back there? Yeah. Oh, come on. Isn't there a strike? Hold on. They gotta yeah. work somewhere. <laughs> um, but as far as the union, like yeah, the, I, I just I just don't really remember anything super exciting from their play in this game. And you know. It was a long day for me to begin with, and so I probably was <laughs> pretty tired when watching it. Yeah. And their play didn't exactly excite me in this one. What well, do we want to talk about the uh, the the one bit of excitement there towards the end of the game with uh, you mean the stupidity that Bueno got himself red carded? Yeah, I mean that was that was a weird play and Bueno just kind of kicks through the back of that one Toronto player. And then he gets yeah. the yellow card and you're like, okay. And then I'm he goes to VAR. 
I'm glad that he's learning from Mel Brujo, but that's something <laughs> he should not be learning from Mel Brujo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that was that was bizarre. I mean, I get it. He was frustrated. They were losing yeah. and yep. he got fouled pretty bad by you know previously in the play, and then he comes back and but one, he's getting his revenge against not even the guy who fouled him. Yeah. Two, he's he's doing it in an area that's just not good for the team. And three, he's yeah. doing it in a way that's just call, begging for a card yeah. of any color. And uh, yeah. yeah, and then VAR, obviously, they ha- also have a VAR 12th man up there in Toronto. Because, Apparently. Uh, it guy. was a pretty classic frustration move, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah. Yeah pretty, yeah, pretty standard. You see that yeah. a lot. So, and then Martinez stuff. also got a card in that whole mix-up. Uh yeah, he he definitely one. got a yellow card because he was out for for the rebels because of accumulation. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think I don't know if it was part of that dust-up or. Yeah, or I thought it was part of that same. I don't that remember. Dust-up, but um. Yeah, I mean, I think at least some at some point during this game he got a yellow card because of the, like you said. Yeah, he was not in the Red Bull game because of yellow card accumulation. Yeah, so. both of these players missed out of the Red Bulls game because of the, because of the yellow card, and Flock missed it because of injury in yeah. this game. So that was that was that was a disappointment too, with Flock getting injured in the first half. And then again, whenever you see a player just grab a leg and go down and under no contact, that's always mm-hmm. worrying. And I remember hearing that they're talking about possible surgery. Oh, jeez. But apparently it's orthoscopic or some sort of a minor surgery because they're saying that maybe he could make it back in time for the playoffs. All right. Well. So those incisions keep getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. It's amazing what they can do. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what he hurt and how badly, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, good luck to him. I do hope. I mean, it's a shame because he's been playing very well. Mm-hmm. Right. Um obviously yeah, something happened. Yeah. So. Well, All right, can we move on from the yeah. Toronto? Game? Yeah, so that's, yeah. let's move past that loss and move on to, to uh, a better news. Border. You know, so so while the Union were down three to one after Toronto, on the whole for the week they ended up they ended up for the week. Yeah, with a total of goals. score of uh, five to five to four, I guess if you were mm-hmm. to add up the mm-hmm. uh, goals against and goals for. Um, yeah, Union ended up destroying New York Red Bull, which is always fun. This is uh, always, you know, it's four to one at home. Yeah, twelfth time running. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I think. Yeah, a dozen now that they they mentioned on the that the they've won. Yeah, yep. uh, one or yeah, just, or undefeated, undefeated. Okay. Yeah, so we are twelve games in a row undefeated against mm-hmm. New York Red Bulls. So, um, that's right, New just, York. Sit down. I know it's just like I feel like I remember go back to New Jersey. <laughs> uh, a chant we actually they, did they did roll out. Yeah, um, because E and I were at the game with some other folks, um, a little bit separated, uh, because just the you know where we could get seats and stuff. So we were actually texting each other here and there. <laughs> um, but, were you able to convince the the one crowd to, to sit together to kind of squish together for the, yes, okay. yes, yeah. yeah, that worked out really well actually. Um, so we only had two spots instead of <laughs> four or five, but, um, yeah. Always a good time. If you can get to, to get to a, a Philadelphia versus New York game, yeah, especially mm-hmm. the Red Bulls who, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they just know how to, how to tick off Jim Curtin and the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And they're the, the kit that they wore oh, this game so was Jesus. like, 
antithetically Red Bullian. It was oh the yellow thing. It was basically Christy, you call it Dijonage yellow, but to make it even worse, <laughs> I, mean, I call it it's more like egg salad yellow. It just Which was absolutely just turned my stomach because <laughs> if you know me at all, I have a weird relationship with eating eggs, and egg salad is probably the worst thing. Yeah, you can while watching that one. Yeah. Um, uh, Noel was like, "Why is the referee wearing pink?" I'm like, "Well, I guess it's because the Red Bull are wearing sort of a yellow jersey." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I guess dude. it was actually probably for the childhood cancer thing that the referees wore pink. But um, yeah, I don't know what what that what that third kid yeah. option was from from Red Bull. They're Other than unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think I went on record as saying is that the Montreal had the worst, um, alternative kit, um, at like depression in kit form yeah. earlier this season, but I, I don't know if this has given it a strong <laughs> run for the money. I, I like to think that the, uh, New York Red Bulls, um, kit designer is actually a, a closet union fan. So yeah, yeah right. it's just them doing what they can behind enemy lines. <laughs> I have a buddy of mine who uh, does like recaps of, of of the NFL week, and sometimes he'll do a reverse QB rating for a QB who comes in and ends up throwing more balls to the other team than to his own. So <laughs> you know, maybe that's what this kit designer is doing, <laughs> trying to give other teams an edge over the Red Bulls. Although the Union certainly did try their best to make them look good by giving up the first goal early. Yeah. yeah. Seems to be an ongoing problem for the union this season. These early goals that they give up are just really unfortunate. Yeah. Put themselves behind the eight ball way too often. Yeah. It's kind of like they, they're overthinking everything they're doing on the field. And then, um, yeah. Then they just let in these goals. Um, I mean, to be fair, this one also took a pretty fortunate bounce. It did. You know, uh, the Red Bulls player is inside the box. You know, he's probably 10, 12 yards out, takes a shot. Um, Damian Lowe makes his play on it, blocks it with his leg, and bounces right back to the guy. And he quickly puts it away past Blake and Lowe for, for the for the goal. Yeah, and unfortunately, like, when the guy took the shot, I think it was Reyes took the shot, uh, Blake dove, and then Lowe got his foot in front of it and deflected it right back to the player. So Blake was already on the ground when he teed off the second shot. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing how quiet it got after that, because this was probably now I know Paul, you said that you've been to quite a few loud games, especially this season. This was (laughs) most likely the loudest game. Maybe it was just because I was also boiling hot uh, that everything was heightened. (laughs) Um, But uh, um, this was probably the loudest game that I can remember being to. Um, and uh, it, it got not not pin drop quiet, but it definitely really calmed down after that first goal. Yeah. And I will say just really quickly that our beloved Scoops was with us for this game, and she was very <laughs> displeased about that given up goal. Um, the night got deathly quiet. So, and his yeah. face lost all expression. <laughs> you want to play the game, boy, you better learn to play it right. <laughs> so... You know, fortunately, the Union did get back into this game because uh, yeah. unlike the last one, they actually looked like they had a bit of a spark, whether it was yeah. because they were playing at home or they were playing Red Bull or they remembered that this was a game and it's supposed to be fun and you should be going out and having a good time. <laughs> 
um, you know, maybe maybe Curtin promised them uh, water ice afterward. Yeah, Bedoya wanted his purple. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, first goal. This was off the the corner kick, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where Glessness ends up getting kind of pushed by the keeper yeah. outside the, out of the six yard box, and the ball falls to him, and it, on a bounce off of you know kind of a volley, side footed volley. I don't know how Glessness powered this one through that mass of bodies, but you know he found an open space and or at least open enough. It may have deflected on the way through, <laughs> but it didn't matter. It, the, it was luck or the Lord. I'm not sure which one, yeah, but yep. it was, yeah. That or the power that Glesnes can put into his shots, the the ball will make its own, yeah. own way through the crowd. Yeah. That Scandinavian howitzer of a right <laughs> yeah. leg you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. He actually seemed like he got, from a form standpoint, it looked good. Like he yeah. really did get his hips moving into the play, yeah. just drove it in. Um, uh, yeah, just a fortunate bounce and the right guy in the right spot. What's that saying about luck is opportun when opportunity meets preparedness? Oh, this one again? Are we going <laughs> to? No, no. It's chance <laughs> plus preparation minus. Uh, yeah. I'm going to the end power. Yeah. Yeah. Deadliest chess. Deadliest chess. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> Although it wasn't truly a chess. Yeah. But I still like it. Which actually works on a couple of levels, being that Glessness is also a fisherman. I that's where I was going with it. Got it. it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. It's uh, better if you have to refresh yeah. people. That's chess as chess. in shot pass. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I kind of like the parody or the, the reciprocity of these two games because. The first game was, um, I know Glesnes was caught flat-footed uh, in Toronto, and they got a goal off of him just not being there. Um, and so this game, and I know the announcers talked about it, but it, it, I was thinking it too. It was just that this is Glesnes kind of, even in this celebration, you could see it, if, there's a sense of like he redeemed himself, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, um, kind of, um, yeah, just kind of dispelling the, uh, the shadow of the Toronto Funk. game and, and plus, I mean, as a defender, you're not going to get that many chances to score. Um, but he just looks extra super happy. So it's just kind of like, all right, slate is clean. All right, let's keep going. Yep. Yep. And, and they, uh, in this game, they certainly got some help with the referee. You know, referee was throwing around some yellow cards. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think rightly so in this game. Mm -hmm. But I, I believe there were what? Uh, how many total yellow cards in this game? And the, and there were, and I think like four of them were in the first half, or three wow. of them were in the first half, Let's and two of them to one particular <laughs> Red Bull <laughs> player. Yeah, well, I mean, there was okay. So yeah, that um... there's seven total yellow cards. Okay, and three of them in the first half to uh, Red Bull. Two of them to Sean Nealis. Yep. Including one right before halftime in the forty fifth, forty fourth minute, which led to his, uh, you know, second yellow card turns into a red and sees him off the field. Um, I mean, it was pretty obviously a handball. And, yeah, and, and you really couldn't 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 argue against it. Um, it was a breakaway. It was a two on two breakaway. Or tries to play the ball past him, and he 
clearly reaches out mm-hmm. with his elbow and, yep. and deflects the ball. Yeah. Um, but once that happened, I mean, it seemed like to, it, they seal, it sealed Red Bull's fate. Yeah, right, because it, it's uh, when a team gets a red card, one of two things happens. Right? They yep. start playing worse or they start playing better. And fortunately, uh, um, they did not start playing better. Um, well, you were, for the union. you were mentioning the number of red, of uh, excuse me uh, cards in the first half alone, and I was I was thinking about that when we were there, and I remembered that Paul, I believe you had said that um, for one of our previous games this season that nobody told the ref that these teams don't get along. Yeah, right. um, somebody told this ref, I think, because I think he was trying to get a handle. Mm. It felt to me like he was trying to get a handle. At first, I was annoyed because he kept stopping play, and they was just you know, kind of that whole I've talked about inserting himself in the game kind mm-hmm. of too much thing. But then I, I thought about it, and I'm like, no, this is a Red Bulls, so he's probably trying to avoid anything, um, you know, too too wild. Mm-hmm. So um, a little, I mean. Plus addressing yeah, yeah. things are happening on the field, but also just taking it very seriously. So, yeah, it feels like these two teams kind of have to get out in front of them. Yeah, and uh, I think the refs did a decent job at that. You know, in yeah. terms of their deployment of cards. Yeah, uh, particularly that they were all in our favor more mm-hmm. often than not. Almost like uh, Mario's dad in that one game where he walked out in the field between <laughs> those two rivals. And it was like, just so you know, everybody out here currently has a yellow card. Started the game, I'm going to start with the, with the yellow card. <laughs> Literally told that story to my friend who was at the game yeah. <laughs> at her first uni game and explained that whole thing. My favorite yeah. part of that story is when one of the assistant refs asked him, like, uh, you know, when he told the the two team captains that everyone's starting, that all the players are starting with the one yellow card and one of the assistant refs that are walking away saying, like, can you actually do that? He's like, I don't know, but I just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, first half ends 1-1. Union are definitely in it mm-hmm. and, and and looking good. They're, they're flying off of the, uh, the, the energy from the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't too long into the second half when when the union looked to take the lead. Looked like it, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it looked like a real nice run. Looked like Carranza had timed it pretty well. Uh, took, did pass, did take a deflection, but you know he just seemed to have timed to run well, get into the box, and, and slot it past the keeper. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, VAR wasn't done with the union, and uh, <laughs> yeah, decided to call this one back. Yeah. Um, and the crowd let the ref know it. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a bittersweet thing with VAR, right? Because when it goes our way, it's kind of like, oh, good. You get a clear conscience and you know, it's, it's like, yeah, the, the goal stands or the call stands. But when it's against us, it's like, ah, oh, dang it, you know? Yeah. But uh, one of the things about th- this no goal um, was I feel like I've been seeing this in the past like couple of games and it was on display, I thought, in this game. I, just I feel like Bedoya is starting to get his groove back. Like not that he's been out, but like he's dealing with the injuries and stuff sure. like that. I mean, he's making the runs, he's making the passes, he's leading the charge. You know, Al- and, Ali uh, got his groove back, huh? Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. just really good to see. You know, yeah. um, I just um, you know he's our captain, right? We want to see him out there, you know, leading the charge, and and he is. And uh, so even goal, even though this goal didn't count. Uh, that pass was just really a nice pass that Bedoya got off. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he he definitely brings in a, mm-hmm. a, a phase of the game or, or an edge to the game that is noticeably missing when he's not on the field. Yeah, it's like as as nice as McGlynn's passes are, mm-hmm. as effective as Flock's defensive play is, mm-hmm. as fiery as Bueno can be, and as you know he can <laughs> he can uh, you know there are moments of brilliance in his play. There's there's a, an offensive bend or tilt to the game when mm-hmm. Ali's on the field. Um, the, some, but amazingly enough, he seems to do it by getting the wing back on his side. That In this case, it was Harriel. He seems like he gets Harriel more involved. And once once he's getting overlapping runs, that frees up more space for Bedoya then mm-hmm. to make some passes, which I think is what we saw uh, here where he plays that pass. I think he was trying to play it to Aura. It was a little too hard, too hot for Aura to handle, and it went past him. And 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 then Carranza mm-hmm. just made that brilliant second run. Yeah, so. and I, and I think that's you know this is all in hindsight too. But coming into the second half, you know, and like you're saying, like the the Union were looking good. I felt that whole sense of calm, eh, maybe not calm, but confidence. Like you mm-hmm. know, yeah, New York scored scored first. Uh, it was a little bit of a of a goofy goal. Um, we equalized before this, the half, but I just felt like, yeah, I, I'm not worried yet, or I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this goal is called back, but I'm like, I'm not worried. You know, and I don't know. You know, I don't want to boil it down to just one thing, but. Well, maybe it was fate that just wanted to make sure Damian Lowe got a chance to make up for the unfortunate bounce in the first half. Um, yeah, that that led to an opportunity where he would get a a, a chance in the uh, the Red Bull box off the yep. free kick. So what what time? What time is it? it? Wasn't too long after the call back goal. Looks like uh, the fifty sixth minute. Uh, yeah. There was a set piece. Wagner puts it into the box and lows the one whose whose head finds it with a pretty wide open like uh header like there wasn't any defender really on low and he just you know almost easily puts it past red bull keeper to mm-hmm. take take what would eventually be the game winner and game winning goal and there was again to use the the parody with the toronto game because they toronto one of their goals was off a great diving header right okay. and so here's low you know blocking the shot um, that Reyes took in this game that then, you know, deflected right back to his feet and he puts it in the net. But now he kind of, again, he redeems himself um, with this diving header, which is very rem- reminiscent of the the goal Toronto got against us right. uh, in the previous game. I, I just felt like all the mistakes we made this past week, they were also then rectified in this game. And that was, that's the second of three, I thought, redemptive plays in this game. It was defenders night and they were feeling right. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, and at this point, the the, the union are really on a roll because we only had to wait about two more minutes and we take off another goal. Um, it was crazy. I think they, they timed it. It was like 75 seconds or something wow. like that between goals. That is crazy. Um, I think kind of one of the MVPs in this game is probably Wagner. Um uh, he had, what three assists in this game? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, and um, one spot. It said one spot. That mean anything? Well, I mean, he played the one that was a free kick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that must be it. Yeah, that's what they meant. Okay, yeah. right. I forgot about kick. that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I'd like so- to thank my friends for the first time uh, uh, union um, uh, game attendees, uh, David I and Lori. for the Red Bulls. No, um, in fact, uh, just before the um, the goal in the 56th minute, they went down to get hot dogs <laughs> and did not come back until after the Carranza goal. So um, they missed two of the four goals. Well, when they happen 75 seconds apart. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, a little bummed by that part, but um, I did tell them they should have stayed down. We might have scored even more, but um, <laughs> just watch from the concourse. Yeah. Watch from the concourse. <laughs> just watch the television. It's fine. But... Yeah. Um, Carranza's goal. This one was run of play. Yeah, this is that one where the the um the ball kind of bounced out a little bit or made its way out to um the Red Bulls kind of right wing and Wagner mm-hmm. came charging in and got to the ball and he just did that um you know kind of a sidekick low pass chess actually like but across uh, in front of the goal and then Kranzer was right there and he just one timed it like uh just a straight bullet of a shot into the net. It was a real pretty goal. I I don't know what the um, do they still do goals of the week? I don't know, but if it, if sure they do, knows. Uh, yeah. this this should be a contender. It was a really pretty finish by Carranza. So uh, as nice as that finish may have been, and I, and I apologize for not remembering it. I think the setup pass for the fourth goal was was a thing of beauty. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm not not to take away from Carranza, <laughs> but that I just want to jump to that last goal that. that mm-hmm. Wagner breaking down the left the left wing and sees Gajdog splitting the two center defenders and curls a pass. It was what, a, forty yards. It was a gorgeous pass uh, that Gajdog then runs onto, takes a touch into the box mm-hmm. and and beats the keeper. Uh, that that pass was amazing. Yeah, uh, it, it was, was just it was sublime. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you can see when uh, Gajdog takes the shot. Like literally, he shoots with his right foot, and then as his momentum carries forward, and like the camera's panning, following the ball. Um, so if you watch the replay, um, literally, as he takes the shot, right foot, as that right foot comes down, it just hits the ground, just in this wonky kind of way. And uh, you know, I think the jubilation of the goal, <laughs> and it helped him ignore the pain for a couple steps, and then he just kind of dropped to the ground, yeah, um, which is not what you want to see. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure where the injury was. It almost looks like he straightened his leg out mm, in one of the replays. Like maybe it was like a hyperextension mm-hmm. of the knee. Um, but hopefully it is minor. Um, yeah. But obviously it was bad enough to take him out of the game. Although, you know, 4-1 yeah. up at that point, yeah. I think he was comfortable leaving. Yeah, we could afford to sub him out. Yeah, I was thinking it was just safer to mm-hmm. – why, why, why even take a chance at that mm-hmm. point? Because yeah. that was the 76 minute. So, you know, whatever mm-hmm. stoppage time you're looking at, you're still probably less than 20, 25 minutes of game time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that would, that would be the final, final actual goal. You know, there yeah. was definitely some more back and forth play. There was definitely, I'm sure, plenty of words said on the field that would be appropriate <laughs> for broadcast rights. I super thought there was going to be some kind of fight. Although, um, yeah, I mean, Although at this point, there, it does lower the odds, but I mean, it just uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wagner, Wagner's uh, he's a pretty good silver medal, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> so, there, there are a couple of guys who get kind of chippy, but I also, um, 
uh, with the heat and everything, I yeah. just kind of thought, yeah. you know, tempers and you well, then they, you know, they, they, the union also may have been like, yeah, sit down, Red Bull. Uh, we've yeah. beaten you, or at least not lost to you in twelve straight games. You don't, you know, and we yeah. don't care. Have any care what you're saying? So, yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Uh, but with that goal, Gosh Dog did move into number two all-time mm-hmm. scorer mm-hmm. for the union. He uh, he's only behind the two and. Um, I mean, he's got a ways to go to catch him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he is now ahead of Sapong, mm-hmm. and uh, the Union are now in fourth place in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, one loss, one t- one win, um, pretty much matches what the rest of the top four did in the East. Yeah, so, it looks like it. There really wasn't any change, uh, and it's looking like Cincinnati, which has now clinched a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. is uh you know kind of starting to run away with with the east you know Actually, 10 points clear of second place 11 points clear of the union and there's nine or 10 games left in the season for them yeah, something like that yeah so it's going to take a pretty herculean uh effort for anybody to catch cincinnati especially since they actually have a chance at setting uh a club record points in a season with 74 or 75 points if they continue on their current pace. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to know too, because they're the only team so far that's locked in a playoff yep. spot. Nobody in the West has locked in in yet. Um, so I uh, get to that St. Louis. And uh, at the same point, it's kind of nice to you know the union are only 10 points away from clinching a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see what they do moving forward, and they're you know, they're not going to get a chance in the next couple of weeks because of the uh, the international break. Mm-hmm. Um, so the union are off until the sixteenth. Yeah, so it's just, so, I guess it's about just under two weeks. Just under yep. two weeks. Yeah. Yep. But there was also some other big news in this game, or good sized news. Uh, there were a couple of uh, debuts for the union, both uh, Jeremy Raffanello and Ty Baribo um, were, sl- were slotted as uh, MLS game debuts, although I think both of them played in some League's Cup work. Um, well, that's what I'm thinking of, because I thought Baribo came in for like, I think like seconds. a minute or two at the end of a game. Yeah, that was, yeah. I think, the League's Cup. Okay, so okay. Know. Um, so yeah, it was technically both Jeremy Raffanello's and Ty Baribo's MLS season nice. game debut. Uh, as we mentioned before, Kai Wagner had three assists in a spot, mm-hmm. uh, which was good enough to earn him a spot on the team of the match day, uh, from, from MLS, which, you know, congrats to Kai, I definitely earned it. Uh, but as far as hitting this international break, we do have a number of call-ups from the, uh, from the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martinez and Bueno are off to play for Venezuela. Uh, Baribo is uh, with Israel. Mm-hmm. Blake and Lowe are with Jamaica. And then Mbizo is with Cameroon. So, you know, the guys, well, the rest of the team's getting some downtime. There are a number of our players who are off playing um, World Cup qualifiers with their mm-hmm. national teams. Nice. One other thing I noticed uh, while watching the game, which I thought was pretty cool, um, is that uh, Ali Bedoya wearing the captain's armband had Kellen Ford's name around it, on it. And for those who may not have heard it last time, we mentioned Kellen Ford is a child that went to the same school as my kids who succumbed to childhood cancer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, he, they, they formed a foundation in his name, uh, the Kellen Ford Foundation, whose motto is choose happiness. And a couple months back during, I forget when it is in the spring that there's also a, a cancer awareness month, um, the Sons of Ben actually did a choose happiness TIFO. And that was pretty cool. And now for this month of, of cancer awareness, uh, in particular, the kick childhood cancer effort that MLS is sponsoring that I guess the, the home captains were wearing, uh, wearing, you know, the team sponsored player names and stuff like that. So uh, Bedoya had Kellen, Kellen Ford's name on his captain's armband, which I thought nice. was really awesome. That's really cool. Nice touch. Did we want to bring up Spain? Is there anything you want to share? Uh, just because it, uh, we did touch on it last week, um, the ongoing saga with the women's uh, Spanish national team that won the World Cup. Um, they're, uh, they they have been campaigning um, to have their coach fired um, for good reasons. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is not he is not the kisser. He is the, this is a bit of a separate oh, issue, gotcha. um, but. Uh, Still, um, they did finally after um, immediately upon winning the World Cup, uh, the the federation standing behind him and saying they were signing him for a new contract, even though there had been a lot of drama beforehand about uh, the women not wanting him there and visibly excluding him from celebrations. Um, today he was sacked. So, okay. um, and the uh, one of the deputy uh, coaches who. For what it's worth, is a woman um, is taking over the reins at least for now. So I don't have her name uh, from the top of my head, but um, yeah. Right. So just just to follow up, since we talked about it a bit last week, we won't go into it all again. Um, but that, that was the big news today. Yeah. Well, maybe they're starting to turn that that boat around a bit. Yeah, I think it's kind of turning around a cruise ship, so it's going to take a while. But um, for sure, let's let's hope. Yeah. it gets better yeah so the union entered the, the international window or international break here uh so we've got game you know some time to wait until the they, they face another mls club um and then that will be on saturday the september 16th they will host cincinnati which if <laughs> they're going to make an actual push to try to win the yeah. Eastern Conference, they're going to need that win. It's the six-point game here. Yeah. If, if, if anything, it might might give another competitor a chance to, to up, upset Cincinnati. But they, you know, if Cincinnati wins that one, I think it's pretty clear that the Union, at least, will not catch them. Yeah. I will say there was just uh, – since we happen to be at this game, this is just a sweet little story. Um, we saw um, – uh, there's a little boy at the side with a sign that must have said, "Hey Kai, can I have your jersey or something like that?" We were to the back of him, so so Kai came over with his little little. I think it's a little boy. Forgive me, I don't want to make yeah, assumptions. So. It looks like a little boy, um, but um, with his child, and um, you know, uh, uh, took off his jersey and gave it to this <laughs> young boy, who then. Took the young boy, then took off his jersey and gave it to Kai. <laughs> and oh, Kai was awesome. kind of like, "You don't have to do that." And I mean, that was the body language. Yeah. And uh, kids like, "No, no, no! I want you to <laughs> my jersey." <laughs> so he, uh, Kai, gave it to his to his child, That's which was awesome. very cute. That so 
Yeah. That was, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you see a lot, like a player gives a t-shirt yeah. or a jersey to someone on the stands, but to do it, to say like, oh, I did a jersey exchange with yeah. a player, yeah. like a kid. Is, we are equals here. Yeah. We are equals. <laughs> That's Good for awesome. him. So, yeah. <laughs> very cute. <laughs> That was a good one to get too, since he won team. You know, he got a yeah. spot on team in the match day. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it was a great one. And and then as far as uh, you know, the rest of the attendance, uh, you know, Scoops enjoyed herself. Uh, Scoops did enjoy herself. Mm-hmm. She liked that uh, Carranza scored. Mm-hmm. She was angry about the disallowed goal, but you know, it made up for it in the end. Yep. Um, and on the it. the way home, she uh, discovered the joys of. Uh, mango popping bubbles from wawa oh yeah so the, whole, <laughs> the whole experience yeah mm-hmm. so. did your post game wawa wawa absolutely yeah yep it is as is tradition it's the official drink for post union games not sponsored not sponsored yet. but if they want to yet we are open to negotiate yeah. <laughs> by negotiate we mean sure sure <laughs> <laughs> all right Anything else for for this week? No. Nope, that's it. Okay. Well, we'll have some we'll have some time to fill next week uh, since the union won't be playing, and we'll we'll find I'm sure we will find plenty of news to talk about about the union since the season will still be ongoing and kind of getting geared up for that last final push before the uh, the playoffs start. Hopefully, the union won't have any trouble you know clinching that playoff spot mm-hmm. quickly and. Uh, Optimally, you know, top top one or two would be really great out of the East. Uh, yeah, chance to host as many home games as possible would mm-hmm. be great. So, as usual, uh, you can find us at our website, which is amorephillyunion.com. Feel free to email us. We did. We were super excited to have gotten that one correction, and you know, we're still looking for our, who's going to be number two. But you can reach us at pod at amorephillyunion.com. You can hit us up on X or Twitter at Amore Philly U. You can find us at Instagram, YouTube, threads at Amore Philly Union. We also have a very eclectic Spotify <laughs> playlist for those who are interested. You can yep. look up Amore Philly Union on Spotify and tune in. Um, yeah, Christy put this one together. It's uh, <laughs> it's all the songs and that are either used on Instagram or referenced in our mm-hmm. um, in the copy for the posts Mm -hmm. and uh so we just made a playlist out of all those yeah i I think it's pretty good yeah it's a little it is eclectic but i think it works cool so as usual get our podcast wherever you get yours google apple spotify amazon uh etc please subscribe like comment help us spread the word and uh, thanks everyone for tuning in for another episode of a more philly union we're your hosts i'm paul I'm C. And I'm E. Go But I do. I was I, thinking I, that about our playlist too, because it does kind of. If you did, ran some sort of.
you know, uh, triangulation algorithm, you can pretty much figure out how old we are by some yeah. other. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> some actuary somewhere could tell us when yeah. we're going to die because of the music we're listening to. Yeah. <laughs>